0: Welcome to VOCM Profiles. It's Noah Shepard here with you today, and I am speaking with artistic director and founder of Power Productions, artist Paul Power. Paul, thanks for joining me.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: Uh, how are you doing?
1: I, I'm doing great. I'm I'm surviving winter and and the snow. And- Keeping busy with uh, rehearsals and productions we have coming up uh, with Power Productions. And luckily, they're all inside in the warmth.
0: Good to hear. Good to hear. So, just first off, for those who don't know, just briefly, who are you?
1: Uh, Good question. I ask ask that every day. Um, uh, My name is Paul David Power, and uh, I'm the Artistic Director of Power Productions, which is a theater company uh, that we started um, probably about five or six years ago now. Um, that, and we are dedicated to uh, doing projects that uh, either incorporate actors uh, and behind-the-scenes uh, technicians or um, storytellers, um, anybody who identifies living with a scene or on-scene disability. Um, I started a company to uh, give uh, different uh, artists and uh, wannabe artists an opportunity uh, to explore the arts here in Newfoundland. Um, And it's a project very dear to my heart because uh, I'm an actor and and playwright um, and producer, um, and I also live with a physical disability. Um, I use uh, leg braces and crutches uh, to get around. Paul, where are you originally from? Born and bred here in the east side of St. John's, Newfoundland.
0: (laughs) There you go. So you grew up a townie.
1: I am a townie. I'm a true townie, um, but uh, I have uh, have the opportunity to go across the country and and do theater and uh, explore uh, other parts of the country. But but my heart is here in St. John's. Uh, I, I, like I said, I was born and bred um, on the East End, and I'm talking to you right now. I'm I'm still in the East End.
0: <laughs> there you go. So, how did you get your start in theater?
1: Uh, I started in theater. I always um, was born with sort of a, I guess, a, a want to perform. Um, I remember doing, you know, uh, little shows in uh, my parents' basement and uh, uh, with my siblings and charging my parents money to come into their basement to see our show. Um, so that performance element, uh, I think, was always a bit of my personality. But um, uh, professionally, um, I... First started with an acting class at Memorial University uh, way back in the '90s, um, and I really, really enjoyed it. um, And discovered uh, a lot of other uh, fellow theater makers back in the day uh, at Memorial University. Uh, We were all students and uh, were involved in a a club called Mundrama, and. really learned through my years at Memorial how to put a show together and how to produce the show uh, and actually even how to write and that. So uh, that was where I sort of cut my teeth. And of course, when you get involved in the arts here in St. John's, it's such a close-knit community um everyone is so supportive and all you have to do is uh, say you're interested in developing a project or you have an idea and there are so many people around to support you uh, and mentor you to uh, to be able to do that
0: and what was your first big project here in st. Johns?
1: i would have to say going way back now to the 90s um Like I said, I was involved uh, in Memorial University and uh, in theater projects and being casted in, in different plays. Um, At the time, Uh, but like I said, I I identify as an artist who lives with a disability. Um, I did notice that there wasn't any stories or representation on stage um, of living with a disability, at least in my immediate uh, uh, exposure to theatre here in St. John's. So um, I decided um, to write my own play. Uh, with that element uh, as part of it, uh, uh, way back in the '90s, um, it was a, a show called The Roomies about two college roommates in the '60s. Uh, sort of an odd couple, uh, budding heads, roommates sort of thing. There was sort of the, the Joe Cool uh, character, um, sort of a, a James Dean thing. You had, you know, who was too cool for school. And the other character was a uh, button-up uh, scholarly guy, um, which I played. Um, but he also uh, lived with a physical disability, which was put into the script. And uh, it, it was necessary for casting for whoever played that character uh, to live with a physical disability. And that was my first foray into, I guess, playing a lead role as well as uh, presenting a play that I wrote on stage um, um, and, and it was, it was re- at the time, really, really well received, and I think it really, uh, I really discovered during that process of writing, I, I wasn't telling anyone I was writing a play or anything until it was finished, but uh, I, I learned then the passion or love I had for just creating um, on paper, it was paper back then, <laughs> and um I really love the idea of you can create a world out of your head and, and the sky's the limit. You know, you can make anything happen from your imagination into this uh, playwriting. And um, from there, I got more interested in um, performing, but as well as creating the projects
0: would you say that you identify more as a playwright or as an actor, or is it all just comes together? But is there, is, you know, is there one or one or the other of those roles that you feel like you uh, you identify a little bit more with?
1: Well, when I first started out, you know, you know, typical actor, you know, I wanted, I wanted to be on stage, and um, I, I think that's one of the things about acting. You know, it, it's much deeper than the superficial I want attention. I think um, a lot of it goes to wanting to be accepted in our community, in our in our society, and I know, like living with a disability, that's sometimes a challenge. At least for me, it was, um, you know, mentally and that uh, that always that need for belonging, which is. So difficult sometimes when you live with a physical disability um, because physically I, I couldn't play sports a lot or or, or that sort of thing. So it, it was finding that niche of where I felt like I belonged. And initially it was just um, acting and, and being part of the cast. But uh, as I started writing more and, and producing more, I started loving the whole creation journey uh, on a project. You know, uh, have, having the... Uh, lack of a better word, power to, to create, um, not just the courage, but create a world. So um, I'm really interested these days in, in creating that, not necessarily for me to be on stage, but uh, to create a show or, or create a performance and, and bring everybody together. Um, I find that much more interesting than just uh, going out and auditioning and doing a role.
0: How important is that for you to create those opportunities for other people?
1: um it's really important i i know um when i started out and, and for many many years um i got opportunities to be casted in shows um i'm you know i went out for auditions uh for uh, things such as with mundrama or with shakespeare by the sea another great organization here in town um and just got roles um it didn't the auditions didn't call for someone with a disability, and, and I never thought I couldn't go out and audition for any role that I wanted because I, no one ever said to me here in St. John's, You can't do that. And I had some really forward thinking directors, uh, you know, some who have become, you know, legendary in St. John's, you know, uh, Jen Dion, Jillian uh, Kiley, um, different really heavy hitting directors who, who just casted me. And, um, that really got my my, my feet wet in the way of getting used to being on stage and performing. But, um, I learned that, um, that kind of scenario where I got casted, uh, despite, and I'll say despite because I know how casting works, at least back in the day, um, you know, uh, I felt like um, I was just accepted. But I, like I said, spent many years outside of Newfoundland in Alberta and in, in Ontario, uh, in New Brunswick. And uh, my first time when I went to an audition. Uh, In Calgary, Alberta, uh, and I went to the audition the same way I would here back home in St. John's, uh, just a regular audition, no need for um, any kind of uh, physicality requirements to have a disability, just regular roles. And I went to the front desk in auditions, you know, you sort of sign in and you're given things to read for an audition on the spot. And I went up to the front desk in, in the theater company in Calgary, Alberta, and I was basically questioned why I was here, because um, there was no role for someone with a disability. Uh, it was the first time I'd ever encountered that sort of roadblock. Um, and then years later, I was... Um, taking part in a conference in um, in Ontario uh, led by the National Arts Centre and it was about disability and the arts and there was about um, 13 or 14 artists who all identified with a disability across the country who came together to examine how we can make the arts more accessible along with sharing our own personal experiences. And it was there I learned um, a lot of people weren't like me. They didn't feel comfortable going out and auditioning for things if it didn't call for some kind of physical disability. Um, and I thought that was really, really something uh, that anybody could do, but people with living with a disability um, didn't have the same experience I did the positive experiences I had of being casted or, or being welcomed um so I realized then oh, there needs to be a lot more work done to um not only promote diversity, but ensure that uh, diversity is is welcomed and uh, someone who comes out to audition or even apply, you know, for a technical position in a theater or whatever are felt or made to feel um, welcome. Um, And also uh, people who live with a disability uh, need support to feel confident enough to want to get involved in the arts community. So uh, with that perspective um, that I gained from outside of Newfoundland. I wanted to take that home and um, and it, it hopefully reach other people who might have uh, aspirations to be involved in theater. And uh, demographically, I remember for many, many years uh, with all the shows I've done in St. John's, I always felt like I was the only one, you know, with a disability who was participating in this uh, close-knit theater arts community. I mean, mean, these days we're more aware of um, there are seen and unseen disabilities. And I can't say that no one had a a disability, but uh, I did feel the only one who had an obvious physical disability uh, on the stage. It was always... um, casting um it was me had a physical disability and everyone around me um in my opinion or my experience were what what you used to call able-bodied
0: well that brings us up to the break we're going to talk more about inclusive theater and we're going to get into power productions as well coming up after the break on vocm profiles Get lost in the music of legendary artists like Elton John, the Beatles, and more. Join Claudette Barnes every Sunday from 12 to 1 p.m. and relive fond memories through the power of music with Sunday Melodies on your VOCM. Welcome back to VOCM Profiles. It's Noah Shepherd speaking with Paul Power of Power Productions. So, Paul, we've been talking about inclusive theater a fair amount. Um something that when we've talked before you've mentioned is the importance of representation beyond a disability so beyond you know uh, actors with disabilities playing only roles that call for a disability how important is that to the uh, theater scene
1: Um, Well, it's really important to me and and for the vision we share with our productions. You know, um, a lot of the times we don't see diversity on the stage unless it's called for um, with disability themes within the text or disability as part of a character's um, identity. Um, But that doesn't reflect real life, right? Um, The most important thing for me is anybody uh, who lives with any kind of disability who also has aspirations to get involved in theatre needs to see their own selves on the stage and beyond just, oh, okay, so I can only do an opportunity if it's called for disability. But, um, you know, people who live with a disability are in all facets of, of our lives, you know, lawyers and 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 uh, any kind of profession. And um, it's important to have that diversity on stage beyond, okay, this is a play about a disability, so we'll have people who live with a disability on stage. I mean, that part is important. And it's really important that those who have that lived experience of living with a disability, uh, those stories are told on stage, but it's also important to just have a diverse cast or even diversity behind the scenes um, to reflect our real world. I, I think that's where we capitalize on theater uh, becoming more of an impact than just a story. The story is always important, but it's also important that we, we reflect our own world. And When uh, people who live with a disability see their own identity on stage uh, beyond on just you know an inspirational story about disability that's when um we see more i think uh potential actors come out for auditions come out for um applying for uh technical roles um if they continue to see representation on stage uh in all different genres of theater you know musicals comedies um anything like that.
0: And one of the ways, of course, you've been uh, promoting inclusivity is with Power Productions. How do Power Productions get its start?
1: Uh, well, Power Productions first started as um, my little company to uh, uh, basically for income tax purposes and that, uh, so I could do my um, you know freelance work and that um, and get paid through that. But um, uh, like like I mentioned earlier in the interview, um, I, I discovered many uh, individuals out there with living with a disability um, don't have the opportunities to get involved, don't have the opportunities to be. Auditioned and to be cast. Um, that wasn't happening in St. John's. So, Power Productions grew from you know my my sort of freelance work to an incorporated company with with a board and and supporters um, to basically push that agenda forward of uh, showcasing uh, diversity on stage and providing those opportunities that no other theater company really was giving.
0: And uh what have been some of the uh some of the highlight projects of Power Productions?
1: Oh gosh, um there's so many. Um you know, a- a- along with with my work, um we have um some regular um regular programming, annual programming now. Uh one of the um uh, shows that we do uh currently is called Tales of Us and it's a um it's a uh, one-hour show that invites uh, any artist or any individual, actually, who identified with living with a disability uh, who always wanted to perform as some kind of theater piece or wants to share their own stories. And what we do is we take five or six applicants, successful applicants, and work with them. And what comes is a, a wonderful show of five or six monologues about that lived experience. Um, we've had two uh, rounds of that show now thanks to funding from um from the provincial government and um support from the rooms um and, and it's really a, a it's a really really hard-hitting show that I'm proud of because there are individuals who never appeared on stage before and we work with them to share their stories and the last round we did which was back in October uh, you know i had some individuals saying that you know this show has changed their lives. It's given them confidence. It's given them a voice on a platform to share um, that lived experience. Um, We also have workshops uh, throughout the year where we invite uh, people with or without theater experience who just want to try it uh, to to come and and learn and uh, do a final performance. And the other uh, unique approach we take to these types of projects is trying to make sure that uh, they are as accessible as possible and that means you know everything from where we hold auditions where we hold um, rehearsals where we hold the show is accessible um, ensuring that um, if people have uh, certain needs in the way of you know after a half hour uh, their body needs a rest uh, we do that Um, it's always listening to the individuals and their accessibility needs uh, to make sure that they are met and that in turn makes them feel welcome and, and belonging to this community rather than uh, taking a cookie cutter approach to uh, theater rehearsals and auditions and that we make sure that it's accessible for everyone. And in turn, that makes them feel feel welcome and makes them feel creative and, and more empowered and, and confident
0: Something else I wanted to talk to you about um, is you had a show that was incredibly well received, Uh, your play Crippled, which has uh, toured to Toronto and across Ontario. Um, For those who don't know, just tell us a little bit about Crippled.
1: Well, Crippled um, is a play that I wrote. Um, it's been on the go now for about five or six years. Um, back in 2013, um, I had a long-term partner, uh, Jonathan, um, who passed away suddenly. Um, and for the longest time, um, I was very hindered by grief. Um, and as an artist, I needed to get that grief out. And I went back to um, One of my favorite ways to express myself is through playwriting. And so I wrote a story about an individual losing suddenly their partner but also um, this, this individual lives with a physical disability. Um, so it's not just about grief and loss. It's about an individual who also lives with uh, disability. Um, the character is also uh, gay and um, is living with that type of identity, too. So it, it, it encounters all the struggles this individual has, um, but most of all about the grief of losing their partner. Hence the title is called Cripple because character is crippled by their grief and being able uh to move on and 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 I guess just deal with loss so um it's it's been a, a really really well received. And um, we're hoping maybe to do um, uh, those. Uh, there's two great actors who do that with me, Pat Dempsey and Matt White. Um, but we keep joking that we are getting old. <laughs> so um, I think we're going to do like maybe a final performance, uh, live performance of Crippled, uh, in the next year, sort of just to say goodbye to the performance part of it, um, and and also look of other ways we can. Um, Uh, share the story Um, I probably I don't know if I can say this or not but there is um, there is uh, potential that uh, crippled uh, uh, some kind of film version might be coming of that in in the next few years
0: that's fantastic Um, just for you what does it mean to you to be able to put out this story inspired by your own life and your own experience? Um, have it be so critically well-received? And now you mentioned it's it's kind of taking on a new life once again. What does that mean to you?
1: Um, it's a real... It's such a personal story, and it really is my heart and soul in it. Um, That is well received. Um, It really helps um, solidify my confidence as an artist and that I have something to share worthwhile to share. Um, You know, the best thing about uh, running Cripples all over the country and and the feedback after, I've had so many people come up to me. and praise, not just the, um, the capturing what it's like to live with a disability, but the universal themes of what's it like to live with grief, what's it like to live with loss, um, and how do you overcome that? Um, I've met so many great friends in that through that feedback. Um, it's really, as a playwright, it, um it's beyond any kind of monetary thing to know that something has an impact on people and I'm able to invite them into my world and, and that, that, that reaches them. Cause you're always, you're always nervous as a playwright. You know, does this even, I mean, it, it, it means something to me. Will it mean something to other people? Um, so that, the biggest payback from uh, doing the show Gripples is is that you know that that uh, response, to that universal scene that everybody seems to relate to.
0: And before we run out of time here, of course, you're always kept busy with uh, with all of your artistic endeavors and projects. But what else takes up your time outside of uh, outside of your work?
1: Oh well, I usually usually theater is my my life. Um, but I spend time with family. Um I um I uh love uh, uh doing some uh drawing and, 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 and uh uh sketching just in my spare time. Um but yeah, uh, power productions and, and the projects we have, um that's just uh that's twenty four seven really. I'm always creating something in my brain.
0: And now before we say goodbye, Paul, um, for those who want to keep up with what Power Productions is doing, where can they find you and what can they look forward to?
1: Well, uh, our website is uh, powerproductions.com nl.com uh, or on Facebook, just uh, search for Power Productions. Uh, but the biggest thing I'm excited about now is we have a show coming up at the LSU Hall in February, uh, February 16th, 17th, and 18th. We have what's called our Pop Culture Series, which is uh, Perry Mason mystery, uh, a case for Mason. Um, we're really excited. It's really fun uh, murder mystery, um, and it's diversely cast. Um, again, going back to the point that you know what, you can have a diverse cast without it having to be about disability. This is just a fun, I hate to say a fun murder, but it is um, a nice murder mystery, and it pays homage to that that classic series, Perry Mason uh, from the 50s, which we are setting in that time period. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a great show, and we have a great
0: cast, and I'm really excited about that. Paul, thank you so much for the great chat. Oh, thank you, Noah. I'm Noah Shepard, and this has been VOCM Profiles.